Good morning, web crawlers. How are you all doing today? Uh, this is our next installment of Webinet Wisdom, and our guest today is Veronica Childs. Veronica is a business consultant and content creator. She creates content for growth and development in both the personal and professional sectors. Veronica does video production and editing for a variety of clients, helping with getting their information and voice to the public, which we all know is important for us. She also specializes in systems organization and streamlining to help clients function more efficiently. So let's join Veronica on this session of Webinet Wisdom coming up next. Hi, Veronica. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. Welcome to Webinet Wisdom. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so I gave a little bit of a brief background and kind of a bio of what you do, but why don't you tell us um, what you do, how you got started, and um, why you do it, where you live, all kinds of interesting stuff. Just tell us all about yourself. <laughs> no problem. So... It's actually kind of a long story, but to condense it a little bit, I had a breast cancer scare. Ooh. And then when I was doing um, my mastectomy, I went in for my pre-op. They actually found a lump in my thyroid and said, yeah, it's cancer. <laughs> and so, yeah, the doctor straight up said, that's cancer. The biopsy is just a formality. You know, I've done 1,500 of these and it's cancer. And so I was like, you know, <laughs> but then I was like, you know what, if I'm going to go out, like I'm going to go out with a bang. Right. So I started doing all of these adventures and doing all the stuff that I always wanted to do that I just never did. And I had so much fun doing it. And during that time, I was making videos and posting them for friends and family because everyone was constantly asking me how I was. And while I was doing that, I kind of found my passion in video making. And so I it was one of those things where I'm like, even when I was taking a break from work, I still wanted to be editing video. Like, <laughs> that's how much I enjoyed it. So long then people who had been following my content asked me to help them with their content. And that's how I basically got started. And then, you know, one of those clients wanted me to help them with another thing and or another thing. And it just kind of grew from there. Mm -hmm. You know, all of my business has been word of mouth. And so I just kind of cater what I do to, to whatever my client needs. And so you do video editing, but you do other things as well. Um, as far as your business consulting goes, correct? Yes. So, one of the things that I like to do is help people set up uh, customer relations management, so CRM for short, and um, integrate that with their website and their social media and have that all automated so that they can reach out to any potential leads automated. Basically, they don't have to have, be hands-on. Mm -hmm. So when I started doing that, I started and ended up um, organizing other things for that client. And it just, like I said, I... Things that I had always been good at that I did when I was an executive assistant and things like that, I never really considered that a talent, so to speak. But as I've been working with clients, I'm like, oh, you know, like, this is something that not everybody can do. I just didn't realize that because for me, it's fun. Right. And so that's basically what I do is just help clients capture more leads and then organize their operations so that they can function efficiently and follow their passions. Follow their passions. So, um, um, yeah, <laughs> your video editing, you do, you actually do production and editing, correct? 
Yes. So I've done a few, um, um, sorry, promo videos for some clients that actually one I did here at my house because he's a dog trainer and we have a dog. And then I've gone to other clients um, in location or on location, I should say, and done short videos. Basically, I do an interview kind of like this, and then I condense that down into what they actually want to give as a message to their clients. Mm -hmm. Try to get it under one minute so that it's can be reformatted for um, Instagram and YouTube shorts, which are very pushed topics right now, push platforms. Those, if you upload um, Instagram reel or a YouTube short in those platforms, it's gonna be pushed heavier than any other content because they're both trying to expand to compete with TikTok. So that's basically how that got started, but it's really fun to meet new people, get to know them and find out what, what it, why it is they do what they do Right. And so I have a very strong belief that everyone has a purpose. And so whatever it is that drives you, that motivates you, that like fills you with joy, you need to find a way to make that your work. So that work, so that work is fun, first of all. And then also, I believe that you were given those talents and those gifts because you're supposed to be using them to make the world a better place. And so what I love about my job is the things that I enjoy, other people might not. So I am able to help them with the things that they consider boring or work and i consider fun and together you know we both follow our passions not only that you're meeting a need in the market where you know somebody doesn't know how to do what you do there you are which is great you know and i completely agree with you that um you know you should find your passion and do that because you only live once you might as well be happy with what you do and if you like what you do you're going to do it well you're going to do it really well. So you, you, you work with your clients to, to, uh, with their social media. And so do you produce for all platforms or I know you mentioned like TikTok and Instagram. I mean, are you, do you do all of those or do you channel into one or two or just specific ones? To be honest, I don't go much onto TikTok. The only, I know how to repurpose an Instagram reel and put it up on TikTok without the watermark. Because mm -hmm. if you try to uh, cross post without removing the watermarks, they don't get pushed out as hard by that particular platform because they know it's content from another platform. Ah. So, there's kind of tricky ways that you can get around that. But so that's basically all I know about TikTok. But I do um, Instagram heavily, Facebook heavily, YouTube heavily. And then I dabble in uh, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and um, Twitter. So I know enough about that to make it work, but not so much that I would say that I'm you know, an expert. <laughs> mm, right. And so with your um, content, your customer relationship management, how in depth do you get? Do I have to have, would somebody have to have their own tool? Do you have a tool that you prefer? How, how do you counsel someone on, on those types of things when they're trying to build their clientele and their leads? Absolutely. Um, what I do is I meet with the client and we either talk it out for a long time or I kind of delve into their business, so to speak, and find out what it is that they really need. And with that, I come up with two or three options of what they could use, usually kind of a budget option, because there's a lot of free CRMs and things like that that you can use. Maybe not as much functionality, but it works. Mm -hmm. And then a higher end option. And if I can, a middle ground um, so that they can see Usually the cheaper options require more hands-on work and the more expensive options are a little more automated. But as you know, when you're starting a business, sometimes you can do a little bit more work to get it for free than you, than the other way around. So 
Um, I talk that out with my client, get their feedback, and then we move forward from there with, with whichever option they choose. Okay, that's awesome. And so do you counsel your um, clients on their use of social media um, or on their web presence in general? I mean, you know, that's kind of Webinit's claim to fame here. So I always like to know how other people are using it. And in your case, because you're actually um, creating for a social media or web presence type of a platform, I'm just kind of wondering what, what your business part of that looks like. And then we, as far as assisting other people, and then you can tell me about what your business looks like and what your web business web presence looks like. Sure. So for one, I'm managing one, what I call VIP client where I'm doing everything for them to, right now. And so what I do is I come up with a, a scheme, so to speak, a strategy of what we're mm -hmm. going to do, what we're going to post out. And then we build around a theme. We, we come up with a theme for the year, break that down into themes for months, then break those down in two weeks. And then we have a repetitive thing every week. So like Monday is motivational Monday. We put a motivational quote, et cetera. And so when, once we come up with that plan, it's much, much easier to come up with actual content to fill it because you know kind of what's going to go on. There. Right. And so then I come up when I'm actually creating the graphics, I come up with you know several options based on their brand colors or the pictures that they want to include. I present those them those options and we move forward from there. That's something that that we recommend to our clients and we um, have done for our social media is come up with themes for the week, you know, and that can be that can look totally different from business to business. So what my business might create for things to be relevant to us may be completely different for what you do and what somebody else does. I mean, a doctor's not going to have maybe the same kind of social media uh, themes that I, that, you know, a web developer would. So that's really, that's good advice and a, and a great tip that um, we utilize. And, you know, when we're talking with people about setting up their social media and how to utilize it for themselves. So what, how is your, for your business? And so you have, uh, you have your, um, Veronica, tell me the two business names you have, because there's two of them, right? Right. So my main brand and what's kind of out there right now is Veronica Ventures. And that started because it was about my adventures and the things that I was doing and kind of morphed into business. So now mm -hmm. I'm actually working to separate Veronica Ventures from the business part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm coming up with a website going to be, I'm sorry, it's going to be called The Business Essentials. So basically business essentials and the content on that site is going to focus around um, starting a new business or the small business owner who may not have, you know, the budget or the marketing know-how, but you can't hire a really big PR firm. Right. That's kind of the option in between. And my YouTube content provides like a DIY videos of how to do the things that I do. And then I'm here if you don't want to do them or you don't have time to do them. Right. Right. So I know the Veronica Ventures, that was primary. You have a website for that. And it was it was born out of your your um, social media posting, correct? Right. Exactly. And so, and so then it morphed. How did it morph from there? Um, I always since I had a passion for videos, I went ahead and started my YouTube channel because that's basically what it is. And then once I started researching how to get more views on your YouTube channel and things like that, I realized that a blog can correspond very nicely with a video. And then 
that helps the SEO rankings of both of them, which is why I kind of try to dabble in both. And if you all are gonna go on my website right now, don't because it looks messy and terrible and I'm having it rebuilt. So um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I Right now it's kind of embarrassing because I haven't messed with it because I know I'm building another site, but I need to do something about it. Well, and that's great too. That's that's a, a big point that that we as a as a company as a web development firm um, really kind of try to tell people and educate them on is that um, you can get that word of mouth and that exposure on your social media. However, if you want to gain more market, you're going to need to have a website because it and again it works just like you said because it helps with all of the SEO. Um, components of both social media and your website. So it's a holistic type of approach that if one isn't there, it's not going to work as well as if everything was there. Exactly. And so have you got all of your social media set up for um, your biz essentials? I know you said you're working on your website. I don't know what all else you have kind of going for that. You know, actually, I haven't. I'm having a logo made right now. So once I get that, I'm going to start creating my profiles for all the for the business essentials everywhere. And then mm -hmm. I'll move forward from there. Um, but I did want to make a good point of what you said regarding the video. And the reason the reason it gets pushed up so much is not just the SEO component, but because Google Google owns YouTube. So they'll push their content anyway. So as many right. whenever you post a video, post it on your website, on a blog or anything like that. And blogging, that's another thing that you had mentioned that, again, we find is extremely important with your, not just with your SEO, but it helps to create that, you create your business voice. So we all have a voice in mind. And even if we're doing the same thing, the way I approach something or the way I present myself is entirely different from somebody else. And so your blogging helps you with that. And to your point, videos on your website help with SEO, not just because Google owns YouTube, but because it helps with what the analytics like to call your dwell time, because people will stay and watch your videos on your, um, on your page. And we also are finding that, you know, personal videos and videos of, of your company and about your company instead of like stock images, not that you can't use them because that still creates dwell time, but it again creates that voice that you want to have. Right. That's such a personal component that you can't convey in any other way. Nope. Nope. You sure can't. You really can't. Um, and yeah, because Webinit's undergoing, our site's undergoing some changes too um, because we're adding some personal video and images of ourselves instead of stock images. And so it's a, it's a very fun evolution, you know, when you start working with your web presence, but it can be daunting, just like you said, um, with your CRM stuff in particular and your, your web, um, uh, your video production and, and editing, I may be able to do it, but as a business owner, do I have time to do it? Right. Do, you know, I can, I could probably go out there and figure out my customer relation or, you know, my CRM tool, but do I have time to do it? And then there's so much research that can go into these things that having a person to go to, you know, is just essential for small businesses that especially startups and collaboration where you can show um, how you can do it yourself because all of this can be done by yourself. It's just that as your business grows, 
you realize you don't have time to do certain things. And if it's not your passion, it's just going to be an aggravation for you. Right. Right. Exactly. And there's, like you said, there's a point where you have to weigh the time spent. And also I think how you feel about it. Like if, if it's not something that motivates you and drives you, then delegate or outsource it to someone who can, if you can afford it. It's right. Better. Right. And, and so, that, yeah, it makes the flow much better. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And if you don't enjoy it, the quality won't be as good as right. somebody who just loves it because that passion shows in their work. Exactly. And it, one more thing that I wanted to point out about websites and you brought it up with the CRM is the reason you want to have a CRM or any lead capturing presence is not just so that you can automate your response to them, but mm -hmm. also because having that lead capture, then you can create emails and have email campaigns. When you're on social media, those followers, those subscribers belong to that platform. If, if they decide to shut down or they decide to block you, you lose that audience. But if you're mm -hmm. capturing their emails and building a community around your content, then you have, you, you own the audience, not, you know, not those other platforms and they know where to come see you. And like you said, if you have a blog and you're blogging about your business, then it also builds credibility. Absolutely. People know, you, people know, you know what you're talking about. It's right there on your blog. Yep. And sometimes for those people who are just trying to find an answer, you know, where, you know, I'll, I'll hit Google before I call somebody just to see what the answer is. And then if it, you know, depending on how detailed it is, then I'm going to be like, yeah, I can't do this. I need somebody else to. But if somebody can look at a blog, then they can a lot of times find inspiration. They can find guidance and direction for how to do something. Um, so it really is exactly that. It creates your credibility and it gives new content showing your credibility isn't just the, um, the stagnant content on your website that just kind of gives the details. Now you're able to give voice and get into the weeds of the, the, the other details that are on the website or on your social media. Um, and it, it does so many things. A blog, we think blogging is essential to a complete and holistic web presence. Um, and it all and it's and it's not just for the SEO part of it. It's for your business management, your business, you know, moving on. So, I, I mean, what you do is essential, you know, because you you get out there and do the things that we. Once we're done with our end of the um, situation, then it's like, okay, now you need something to go and build these other things for you, um, to work in tandem with. Exactly. Yes. And another reason I just wanted to point out why it's important to have a website and a presence on your website rather than social media is because social media turns over very quickly. With the exception of YouTube, social media, once you post it, at most, it's going to last a week. After that, it's going to be so far down, people aren't going to see it unless they go on your profile and kind of stalk you on Facebook. <laughs> then they might. But your website and your content on your website is what they call evergreen content. If you make those blog posts about something that's going to inform people forever <laughs> about a particular topic, you can only grow from there. So your audience might start small, but people will be able to find that content forever. Like you, like you say, you can't delete anything off the internet, not permanently. <laughs> not permanently, no. And your and your social media 
in in the way it should work is that your social media should push people to your website and not your website push people to your social media. So, and again, that's why when you go and you look at the, the social media algorithms, they say, okay, for this platform, you, you know, they give you these little, you should post on these days between these times kind of a thing. And, and they are great. They are great. I think that the reality of social media, especially with everybody's busy lives uh, and busy businesses is that as long as you're consistent with whatever you do, it's going to make a difference. But the idea behind that social media is push them to the website. Right. And that way they can find all of the other information about your company. Right. Exactly. And it's, it's just about basically that turnover. Like you said, converting your followers into clients, it takes a very specific formula. You have to have that call to action without being pushy and just kind of, it's, it's a long process. But if you, like you said, if you're consistent, especially if you can consistently post around the same time every day, that'll also push up your content because exactly. that platform will say, Oh no, this person's consistent. Let's put, let's put out their content and it works well if you do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, do you have anything else that you want to share with us about you, about your business that I haven't asked you? I, I, I <laughs> Not about my business, but I do have a little, Thing that I like to share with everyone on how it is that you can be more productive as a business owner or just a parent or just a person in general. And one of the things that I think can help anybody is to have a routine, especially specifically a morning and an evening routine. And in those kind of plan your day out and plan the whole day. So even plan your rest time and stick to that schedule and you'll be much more productive. And I absolutely agree with you. And it's something that I try to put in place until something gets thrown in there that, you know, you have to readjust for that can be challenging. But if you're always readjusting to keep that in mind, yeah, you'll always be way more productive. Exactly. Way more productive. Well, Veronica, thank you so much for being on Webinet Wisdom today. You can find all of Veronica's um, content information and her website, which she says is under some construction and doing going through some changes. So don't be judgmental. Um, <laughs> but at least you will know how to contact her um, and um, look for any special she may be running um, and whatnot. Um, but we really appreciate you being here. This was a great conversation. I really enjoyed having you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. We'll see you guys at our next uh, session of Webinar Wisdom. Have a great day.